last week on emergency pants. A comfy fucking floor. That's why the cats are all over it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I really do love my carpet. Oh, amazing. Where'd you get that carpet? It came with the place. Did you, you know, the, the last owner actually didn't like move out. Their contract came up with a devil and they had to go down. To- it's amazing. He's down there having a violin contest right now. <laughs> with the robot devil. What's up? How's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Awesome. I have red hair. I know. How exciting is that? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, hold on just a second. I have got to bitch about something here. Ooh, okay. Can you First see so- Oh, stop. Are you recording? Uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh look in our Skype window. Are you seeing an advertisement? In Skype, hang on. No. Okay, I see you, uh, mm-hmm. your little avatar. Mm-hmm. And then right above it is a giant Nissan ad. What? Yeah. I don't see that. Here's have- here's my problem with this. Uh-huh. I am a paying Skype customer. Right! I pay a monthly fee uh, so I can call out and call in to, uh, you know, I have my own Skype phone number. So I pay a monthly fee for that. Do not show me ads if you're charging me a monthly fee. That's my whole thing. Yeah, I agree. I'm not seeing any ads. Are you sure there's not like an opt-out thing or something? Oh, I'm positive. Because in in the main Skype window where the contacts list is, they always have an ad, a banner ad at the very bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And that's irked me. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm a paying Skype customer. Now they've got a fucking advertisement in our Skype window. In like our chat window? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know how you could minimize the chat part of it? Mm-hmm. Like, like on mine, either you click the little chat bubble and it says hide I am. Oh, okay. And, and it just shows the icons of the people on the call. Okay, yeah. That's where the fucking advertisement is, and it's a fucking flash advertisement. Okay, Flash sucks. So I clicked. It's got a little bar under it that says close ad. Mm-hmm. I close it. So now there's your avatar with a bar above it in the middle of that window that says show ad. <laughs> yeah, I really want to show the ad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, that phrase has never been uttered by anyone ever. I want to see the ad. Please show me the ad. Ad executives who are in the business of creating ads never say, please show me the ad. Right? They're it's, like, I'm so sick of worst, seeing this ad. Right. It's the worst part of their job. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see the ads. Nobody likes seeing the ads. I only like them if they're funny, and they're not usually that funny that it's They're worth. not. That's uh-uh. the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so back to your red hair. What about my red hair? It's pretty awesome. Is it? Does it look okay? Yeah, it looks great. 
Okay, cool. Are you happy with it? <laughs> I'm happy with it. It Good. seems like I always have this happen no matter what, though. Even when I just get highlights, the next morning I wake up and I go to the bathroom and I'm like, what the fuck? Who is it? Oh, it's me. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, bitch, what did you do to your hair? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I felt this morning. And because it's such a drastic change, there was a minute there where I was like, this is so stupid. Why did I do this? Oh, I was like, yeah. awful. I hate it. Why did I do it? I'm blonde. I'm supposed to be blonde. This is wrong. <laughs> but I, I can't help but like it because it looks nice. Yeah, it does. Because my hairdresser did a really good job, I have to say. Um, she took – see, I wanted it to be just a little bit darker than – the she did highlights and lowlights last time and the lowlights were kind of red and i liked those but they were a little like they weren't dark enough you know sure so she took some darker stuff and then she mixed it with that so it wouldn't be like super super red Mm -hmm. because then that would have been like probably too much right and now it's nice and in the middle and probably after a few more washes it'll be even lighter Mm -hmm. and i think i'll like it better then yeah it always lightens up yeah, and I think I think I'll prefer that once it's all set. But um, but yeah, and today red nails. What, I know I saw what that. The hell? <laughs> what You're a matching set now. I am now. That and my red skin. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? <laughs> my skin's always red. Oh. I'm either blushing or flushing. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it works out okay because yeah. actually. She said this, like, you know, the hairdresser's always going to say whatever she can think of to, <laughs> to make it seem like you made a good choice. Yeah. Like, she goes, And wow. I really nailed your hair. Yeah. She's like, wow, this really looks good with your skin tone. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. And then I went to work and two of my coworkers said, that really just looks really great with your skin tone. And I'm like, hmm. apparently this is some lady thing that I don't know anything about. <laughs> It has to be because I don't know what that means either. I have no idea what that means, but my boss pointed something out that I didn't even think about when I was doing it, and she's right. Oh. When you have red hair, sometimes it clashes with the clothes that you're wearing, the colors that you're wearing. Oh. And I was wearing like kind of a dark pinkish, mauveish kind of shirt. And she's like, Yeah, that's a bit much with your hair. <laughs> She's like, you might, you might have to start wearing some different colors. And I'm like, fuck, I have to go buy a new wardrobe. Because right. <laughs> when I went and I looked at myself in the mirror in the bathroom, I'm like, she all right. <laughs> You're going to have to have Cat uh, give you a new color profile. There you go. Exactly. I will. Cat, I didn't even that. think about that. That does change everything. Changes things. It really does. Because I have a ton of like mauve, pinkish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing that in my head now. And yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work quite as well as it used to. Yeah, I mean, it's not point. terrible. It's not the end. What would you what would you get instead? I think greens and blues. Oh yeah. I think. Cuz I'm a fan of blue in the first place mm-hmm. and green works cuz I have green eyes. Blue is the best color. Let me talk about how pretty I am. Hi listeners. <laughs> <laughs> hell's wrong with me today (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um no it was it was neat because i've wanted to do that for a long long time i know and i was always i always chickened out part of it was because my hairdresser 
was always like, you don't want to do this. You really mm. don't want to do this. Really? Yeah, because she said, well, it's maintenance. You have to, like, every four weeks, you have to come back and diet again. And then you also have to, um, what was the other thing? She's like, you have to use the color shampoo oh, and yeah. all that. And I'm like, I come and see you every five weeks anyway. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's not this huge deal, although it does cost a little bit more. Sure. But it's not like, I mean, I don't know. It's, I, I, I like it. So. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. Part and of being a lady. Yeah. And, you know, if I want to change it someday, I'll just dye it to mm-hmm. as close to my natural color as I can. Yep. And then I'll be, you know, then I'll be boring. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so sad. I mean, when I was like. You know, <laughs> I'll be someone who doesn't want to have any fun. Exactly. <laughs> I will be a, a maiden librarian. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, because um, when I was like up until I was about eighteen years old, I had blonde hair. You know, mm-hmm. it was blonde, and then all of a sudden it just changed to like this kind of weird, sort of dirty brownish blonde thing that just doesn't look like anything. That happens to a lot of people, I know. But why? It just—I ha- don't know. It just happens. Does does uh, does your body just say, "Oh well, you're not having any fun"? Anymore? <laughs> Hey, boy, what are you guys doing up there? Let's knock this shit off. <laughs> kind of camouflage is blonde. That's, that's a lot of unnecessary work they're going through. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, yeah, so changes, won't you? Thank yes, you. actually, yeah. I will. And, you know, I didn't think I was going to like red nails, but I found this color that's like, it's red, but it also has glitter in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I couldn't resist it. <laughs> the shiny caught your attention. Seriously, I, I like my um, the girl that I usually go with uh, to get her nails done and everything. She was like, now with your new red hair, you need to get red nails. And I'm not talking about just red nails. I'm talking red nails. I mean, they have to be red. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't like that. And she's like, no, no, no. When you see it, you'll know. And I saw it and I knew. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, what's going on with you? Uh, Not a whole lot. It is super fucking hot today. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like 102 degrees. It was about 100 here, too. Yeah. It's supposed to be hot all week. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it sucks. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm going to blow shit up tomorrow. What? Yeah. Uh, my friend Ian and his brother uh, always spend, like, hundreds of dollars uh, in fireworks. So we're going to blow the shit out of those tomorrow night. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's supposed to be hot, though, so we'll see how that works. Mm-hmm. Um... What else? My Venus flytrap caught two bugs on its own without any help from me. Oh, cool. My little guy's grown up. <laughs> so proud. <laughs> so proud. What do you mean without any help from you? Well, um, m- most most of the time it lives inside, so okay. it doesn't have access to a lot of bugs. So I actually have uh, fish food that I can feed it. Uh in place of the bugs. But I took it outside for a couple of days, uh, left it outside last week, 
and when I brought it in, it had two bugs in it. Huh. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Now, I have been a big fan of the Venus flytrap ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, I got my first one when I was maybe 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And they've never lasted more than a few days because they are very hard to take care of. Mm-hmm. So I've never had one that's actually caught its own food before. That is so cool. It is. It's very exciting. You've got to be, like, super proud. I am. Did you tell it? I did. Took some pictures with it. Aww. Made a little certificate. (laughs) You wouldn't know the first thing that popped in my head, and I don't know why. I'm sorry. (laughs) Do you remember the movie Memento? Uh, Yeah. Do you remember how um, he took a picture of the guy right after he killed who he thought was uh, <laughs> the guy who raped his wife? Yeah. And he's so happy and he gets <laughs> blood all over it. <laughs> <laughs> that popped into my head as you said that. Oh, that makes sense. I'll allow that. Yes, it's like, oh, you murdered your first victim. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's very cool. Do you have a name for your uh No. I, I really liked the name of my last one, Marvin Gardens. <laughs> I do, And too. I don't know. I don't want to name this one anything else because it's not as good as Marvin Gardens. Mm-hmm. So it's just plant. Um. I thought about... Uh, just pretending it was Marvin. Mm-hmm. Because nobody else needs to know my business. No. Uh-uh. Well, I was just thinking, it's kind of like The Simpsons with Snowball and Snowball 2. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean... Well, uh, Jagged Fragments on Tumblr keeps calling him Marvin 2. Oh, really? Yeah, and then uh, someone else, I can't remember exactly who it was, someone else uh, suggested Bitey, which I thought was funny. Oh, I like that, too. How about Pinchy? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> pinch, you would have wanted it this way. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does pinch, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that that's very cool. I'm glad that that happened. I know, you know, you just needed to be at the right place at the right time with the right plant for this to work out. Well, actually, I needed to know what I was doing. Yeah, and you know, sometimes that takes practice, and it sucks that sometimes it doesn't work out. Like, for example, last night, I tried to paint my own nails. Mm-hmm. It was a horror show. <laughs> it, it it got everywhere. I mean, yeah. everything was covered in it. So, you know, but each time I do it, I'll probably figure one more thing out. Oh, yeah. That'll help, and then maybe eventually I'll be able to paint my own nail. You know what really helps is watching YouTube videos. I, I've i been doing that, and I well, I didn't get a chance to watch a video. I, I looked through like a picture tutorial, but I think I'm going to start watching some of those videos. Yeah, you should, because um, you know, the, 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 you're, you're watching people who have made the mistakes you're going to make, mm-hmm. so you can just skip right over those. Exactly, and I think that's a, a big deal. Like... Um, there are tons of tutorials on YouTube for everything. And, uh, okay, I'm going to totally confess to something here. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm really stressed out and I just need to, like, go catatonic, I will watch tutorials on YouTube for, like, anything. 
(laughs) Especially for like crocheting or knitting or like needle tatting. There's this one lady who does amazing um, pendants and stuff with needle tatting. Mm -hmm. And I'll just sit there and watch it because, you know, I like watching people tie interesting knots and things. So, Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I think it's a really wonderful thing that we can just actually see people do the thing that we're trying to do because it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Whenever I tried to learn to crochet or knit in a book, it just would not work. And I think you really just need to physically, you know, see what somebody does. Oh yeah, definitely. It makes a huge difference than just, you know, some pictures or some diagrams or whatever. Yep. So did you do that for the uh, Venus flytrap at all, like how to feed it or how to take care of it? No, I didn't. I actually uh, found a really good forum online. Um, It was this guy, basically, he started this to, you know, teach people how to uh, take care of them because Uh they're... When you buy them from, like, the greenhouse, or the... I actually got mine at the grocery store. Um, When you get them... All it says is, you know, keep it watered, keep it in wet, you know, um, soil or whatever. They actually come uh, in a bed of moss because that's that's enough to keep it alive. Mm -hmm. But what they don't tell you is you have to give it either rainwater or distilled water. You can't pot it in soil because soil has nutrients in it. You have to put it in uh, like moss. That doesn't oh. have all it does is hold the water, you know it doesn't provide any nutrients or anything, so you have to do that. you have to give it at least four hours of light every day mm-hmm. uh, if you're gonna feed it by hand, here's how you do it. Don't give it meat, you know you have to give it either bugs or like I said, the fish food I give it is actually freeze dried blood worms. What are you kidding me? They always show people giving them steak, uh-huh, yeah, no it's it's completely. Uh, uh, I guarantee you know nothing about it when you get one of these things. Really? Yeah. So I've probably had maybe a half a dozen Venus flytraps over my life, and I've not taken care of any single one of them properly. So this time I decided, you know, I'm going to learn everything I can about it. Well, it turns out uh, they go dormant over the winter, and when mine did that, Last year, I bought it late in the year. It ended up drying out because I didn't water it enough. Or at all. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, this one, I got... It was a healthy plant. I got a big pot. I got like a eight and a half inch diameter pot to put it in. It's got a lot of vertical growth room because the, the roots almost go straight down in these things. Mm-hmm. So, it's all taken care of. Oh, okay, It cool. should last a long time. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. That that is very, I love it when something like that, you know, comes together. Yeah, I've I've really got my fingers crossed because the uh the the uh moss that it's in. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's milled sphagnum moss, so it's real powdery, uh but it, it sucks up water like a sponge. But I don't have any sand or anything in it, so um it's not really it's not aerated, so we'll see how that works. Sometimes you get uh, um, fungus and, and rot in there if that happens. Oh, so you have to be careful. Yeah, we'll see how it turns out. Look at you. I know. 
<laughs> You're all tender and junk. I know. And since it's been so fucking hot, I took my uh, succulents outside. Because they're fucking desert plants. They're probably eating this shit up. Mm-hmm. So they're doing pretty good. I got some new sprouts on those fuckers. That's cool. Yeah. I've never had plants thrive before. What do you mean? Like, I've I've had... Um, I've had plants that I've managed to not kill, but I've never had actually plants sprout new growth, get bigger, do stuff, you know. But now I've got, I've got my uh, my succulents, I've got the Venus flytrap, and I got that snake plant in my living room. You saw that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that one's got a sprout coming out of it too. That's pretty, uh, pretty unexpected. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. Look at you, you're nurturing, just like that guy in Kids in the Hall. feels so weird. <laughs> How tall is that rubber tree now? Six feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got that back in college. <laughs> Look I'm at nurturing. you, you're fucking nurturing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm so proud I'm pre- of you. I'm pretty proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too, because usually, okay... Don't don't get pissed. Okay. But usually what you end up doing is you're like, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to be the best person in the world at it. And then you're not the best person in the world and you're like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I I actually talked about that with uh, my therapist today. Oh, did you? I just, you know, I just mentioned how that usually happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. It... I don't know. It's. Well, I've we been won't there go. myself. I won't go into the psychology behind it. But. No, and I've been there myself. And I think the thing that made the difference for me is finding something that I really liked so much that I couldn't help but want to do it, even though I wasn't that good at it. Mm, uh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, you have to find the thing that you really like, even, even though it's not as satisfying as you want it to be yet. You still love it so much that you have to keep doing it. Right. And I have very few of those. Well, and that's the thing. Sometimes it takes a while to find it. I mean, I didn't until I was, what, 34, 35? Mm-hmm. You know, so it takes, it, sometimes you just don't know the thing that you love. And sometimes the thing that you love changes. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's another part of it, too. So um, Sometimes it wants to be with ladies from now on. <laughs> Sometimes when we touch, (laughs) the honesty is too much. (laughs) (laughs) You know. But, but yeah, I'm really proud of you. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Um, Let me think if there are things that we need to talk about. So, speaking of stitching, you just completed something if I... (gasps) I did, and it's totally random and weird, but Mm. it makes me happy. That's your whole shtick, and people love you for it. That's I enjoy doing that. Um, I like to put to uh, stitch things that come from like a totally random statement, Mm -hmm. and this was definitely it. It was from Roderick on the line with Merlin Mann and John Roderick. And John Roderick, I guess, I 
you know, I, I haven't like read his Wikipedia entry or anything, but I guess he did a lot of drugs and he drank a lot. And, um, one of the things that he mentioned on the podcast was one night that he woke up and all of his pillows were owls. Yeah. I I remember listening to that episode. You did. Okay. And, and, uh, for some reason, (laughs) I mean, he just said it, he just kind of said, he just um, drops it in the middle yeah. of the room and then <laughs> stares at you. Yeah, Merlin's all like, so what else has been going on? And he goes, well, all my pillows turned to owls recently. <laughs> <laughs> so I stitched that, and I did it in the old-fashioned sampler style, and of course there's owls on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I quoted him directly and, and had the date 2012. That That's when he said it, so... So there's that, and then there's a couple other ideas that I have. So it's nice to be stitching again. I know. I've, I'm excited. I forgot how how calming that was. You know yeah. what I mean? And I have a lot of trouble with just being overly anxious, not being able to relax and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do that, I just I'm gone for the rest of the night. You know, that's mm-hmm. just it. So it's really nice. Um, so I'm looking forward to hopefully. Yeah, I think uh, it's I think it's healthy to be able to just turn your brain off for a couple of hours. Yeah, and you know, not only that, but when I first started doing it, I always felt like, oh, I should watch a TV show or I should have something playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Like I have to multitask, you know. Right. But eventually, I got to the point where it's like I don't want to listen to anything. Like I didn't even listen to audiobooks anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I just. You know, sit there in the quiet and and stitch, and it was really nice. So it's like not have everything barking at you at once. Yeah. You know. So and it's funny. I've I've kind of I'm starting to become one of those people. And you know, you can tell me what I need to do to fix this, but I'm starting to become one of those people who almost doesn't want a TV anymore. Mm. I barely watch anything anymore. There's like a few shows that I watch and that's it. And people will tell me, you know what? You're really going to enjoy this show. You should watch it. Yeah, it has everything that you love. It has boners. It has humor. It has this. It has that. And I'm like, you know what? Eh." (laughs) I'm becoming an asshole. Well, no, you're not. You're not an asshole for not having a TV. You're an asshole for not having a TV and telling everybody about it. Is that what it is? Yeah. If you're that guy who's like, I don't have a TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, especially when you're not even talking about TV shows or anything. By the way, I don't have a TV. You know, I was at home last night not watching TV because that's what I do. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I was working on my uh, fixed gear bicycle, wearing my scarf. Right, because that's always <laughs> sitting in my living room, wearing all wool and skinny jeans, and writing a fan letter to Zoe Deschanel. An orange sweater. <laughs> An orange sweater. <laughs> now, is that ironic or not? Orange turtleneck sweater with thick frame glasses. Ugh. I could do this all night. Just keep going. Yeah. What's not? Coffee drinking. Coffee. Oh, I know. Am I a hipster? No, you're uh, you're on the Venn diagram. That's just a little bit of an overlap between you and hipsters. 
doesn't mean you are a hipster. What am I then? You're you. I'm me. <laughs> I guess that's not so bad. No. You're huh. my kind of people. Am I? Mm-hmm. Look at that. Um, I asked people on Tumblr what should we what we should talk about. Mm, Do you get any bites? Yes. The first thing I think we should talk about is these better be good, by the way. Well, they are. Um, the wedding I attended this weekend. Did you see that? I did. I I managed to catch uh, the ceremony online. You watched it? Yeah. Now, wasn't that just fantastic? That they- yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, Jason and Jessica, uh, that's Gorilla Sushi and Jezebel the Great, got mm-hmm. hitched this weekend at Dan and Tony's house. Mm-hmm. And the, the poop deck. Yes, at the poop deck, and the internet was there. And it was all- the The internet was there watching the internet marry the internet. Yes, TJ, who is the internet, was the person who married Gorilla Sushi and Jezebel the Great, who are also the internet. Mm -hmm. And the internet was there watching. And on the internet watching. Yes, and the maid of honor was also the internet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the internet was all over this thing. It was pretty awesome. Um, So it was was really nice, because... on Friday, I went over there and just kind of hung out. And then on Saturday, it was a ceremony. But I went over early. And it was nice, too, because I was like, well, I don't know. Is it going to be weird? Is it going to be awkward? Whatever. I get over there on, on Saturday a little early. The ceremony's at 7. I get mm-hmm. over there a little early. Everybody's just kind of sitting around, you know, dicking around on their computers or their iPhones. I stitched for like three hours. <laughs> the ceremony happened and we were just sitting there talking and it was awesome. That is awesome. It's definitely, you know, Chicago-ish, the poop deck, all that kind of stuff is definitely like like the introverts hang out, you know? Yeah. So it's a very cool thing. Um, of course, Jessica was beautiful mm-hmm. and Jason was very handsome. Mm-hmm. And uh, the wedding went off without a hitch and it was lovely. Good. Jessica's mom... I heard she was a huge hit. She is so awesome. They're I, taking bets as to when she gets her own Tumblr now. I want her to adopt me. <laughs> I need Jessica's mom to be my mom. Yeah. <laughs> she added me as a friend on Facebook. So just I didn't do that. That was her. That's and awesome. I wasn't gonna be like I wasn't gonna be rude and like turn her down. So I, if it's weird, let me know. But <laughs> you should just start talking to Jess like your sisters now. Right. <laughs> Like referring to mom. How's mom doing? Talking about false childhood memories involving the both of you. She- remember, remember that time you pushed me off the swing, you bitch? What? No. No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, in second grade. What? No. That never happened. <laughs> did (laughs) whatever i know you feel bad about it she was so nice to me too she told me that my laugh was wonderful and that it came from my heart it is but it was so nice i was like i hi (laughs) (laughs) will you be my mom (laughs) Uh, 
an answer, but I know she wanted to. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to mention that because um, Dan replied to my question asking for questions saying we still have some cake. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, Dan, because you know I can't eat it. And you know that it's my favorite thing, chocolate and peanut butter. So Holy shit. Uh, speaking of cake, did you see that thing VegCat made? Hmm, which one? The ice cream Bombay. Yes. Bomb. Holy fucking shit. Eat. Can you imagine that with like chocolate and peanut butter? <gasps> Damn. I know, right? I think I just nothing. <laughs> I squirted a little bit, I'll be honest. <laughs> Something came out of me. <laughs> In a semi? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, that's some good stuff. Chocolate and peanut butter is my favorite combination. Um, Baskin Robbins, chocolate peanut butter ice cream. Best thing that's ever happened. Ever. Mm. Ever. I have to try that. Oh my God, you've never tried it? No. <gasps> Don't try it because it will ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> We don't have Baskin Robbins here. <laughs> That's the only reason why I don't, you know, eat it every spare second that I have. <laughs> it's the only reason there isn't a conveyor belt with <laughs> gallons of uh, peanut butter and chocolate ice cream. But yeah, it's some good shit. So, um, peanut butter and chocolate, won't you? Thank you. Also, weddings, won't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't ever again, but. Some of you other people can. Attending? Nope. You won't attend? Nope. A wedding? Nope. Really? Yep. Really? Yeah. Like not not wedding? not because of my wedding, but just because that I think uh I don't really care for weddings. Uh what if it was a cool wedding? No. What if it was Jason and Jessica's wedding? If it was a poop deck wedding, yeah, I would totally do it. See you're a liar. I just would I wouldn't face the wedding. You died. <laughs> no, I just turned my chair around. <laughs> Me and any available children would play video games on like a iPhone or something. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, open areas. Who used to be in the fade? Mm-hmm. Who was always Michelle? Right. Has asked, "Why must I wear a bra? Why?" Hmm. And I say that's because society is evil. Yeah. And wants to hold us back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies, if I could set them all free, I would. Mm-hmm. Free the girls, ladies. It's, it's really out of my control at this point. Eat the girls. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And as soon as I do that, when I get home, that's it. It's like, I'm not leaving the house again. And if I am leaving the house again, I'm not putting a bra back on. Yep. You don't like it? It better be damned important. For mm-hmm. me to leave once I get home and de pants. Right? S- same thing. Same yeah. thing here. Oh, I can, I totally appreciate that. Yeah, it's the worst. It's like the worst ever. But, yeah. so, um, why? Because, I don't know. Because people are afraid of boobs. <laughs> yeah, why is that? Boobs are the most friendly, non threatening thing ever. Friendly. <laughs> like, have you ever seen just a pair of naked boobs? They look at you like, oh, come here. 
<laughs> Come here. You know you want to. <laughs> have you ever seen a pair of angry boobs? No. No. No, you have seen a pair of cross-eyed boobs once. Really? Yeah. Explain. Well, the nipples were kind of pointing in towards each other. Oh, well, you know, I mean, sometimes one's going to be bigger than the other, and that's going to affect how the... No, I mean, the, oh, these, the, the, like, they look like crossed eyes. Hmm, weird. Yeah. And also the ones that look up at the ceiling, those are kind of weird. Look up at the ceiling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they, they have those. <laughs> they have those. <laughs> they look up at the ceiling. What are they looking at? I don't know, but they trick you into looking up at the ceiling with them. You're like, what? What is it? <laughs> what are we looking at? <laughs> What's up Nothing. there? Nothing. I'm always this way. <laughs> That's what they sound like. <laughs> I always talk like this. Then <laughs> 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 boobs sound like Charles Nelson Reilly. <laughs> Crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whenever I think of him, all I can think of is uh, is uh, um, Charlotte's Web. I don't even know if that's the right guy, but that's mm, sounds like. weird. Yeah. The, the remember the rat Templeton the rat. Uh, I don't. I never saw the cartoon. <gasps> Gasp. No, nope, I only read the book. Mm. Like a loser. Like a loser. Who reads the book? Me, apparently. Uh, yeah, you. <sighs> um, Penny. Penny asked us to discuss lung aids. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you see her post about that? I did it. I had to ask her. I sent her a message. I'm like, what the fuck are lung aids? Well, she, uh, she thinks she caught pertussis from John. Yeah. So her brother was teasing her, calling her Mary lung aids or Mary aids lungs or something like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which killed me when I read that. Laughing so hard, <laughs> <laughs> and so I asked her about it, and she told me. And okay, first of all, what the fuck, Johnny Murder? What? Right? What's with these fucking eighteenth-century diseases? Yeah, seriously. I mean, what did he have before? He had like some sort of lung. I, I think he had the consumption. He did have the consumption, and he was holding a, a very. Um, he had pleurisy. Uh, Ricketts. Uh, Jack the Ripper was after him for a short time. (laughs) 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 He had uh, had a nasty case of hat mold. (laughs) He had a cane elbow. Monocle eye. (laughs) I can keep going. This is a fun game. (laughs) I think he had a spat infection on his left foot. (laughs) Uh, Touch of the plague. Did did I say plague already? A little bit. Did he have? (laughs) I think he got it twice. Hysterical pregnancy. <laughs> he was diagnosed with hysteria. 
did he have to go and have lots and lots of orgasms to prove it? <laughs> you not love that? Oh my god. So awesome. It's the best thing that's ever happened ever. <laughs> there was actually a Ray Bradbury story based on that. Really? Yeah, Medicine for Melancholy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the girl is like, um, she has a fever and she's like, she keeps, she she's like teetering on the brink and her family's all worried about her. And uh, basically the guy who takes out their garbage says, hey, you know, if you leave her out uh, in the moonlight tonight, she'll be cured. <laughs> and he cures her. <laughs> really? I'm going to go read this because I would be that kind of doctor. You would. And you? I would be damn good at it. <laughs> I would have the lowest mortality rate of any of the lady doctors. He tells her his name and she says, isn't there a saint by that name? And he said, given an hour, you will call me so. Yeah, I saw a quote from that. <laughs> that was from me. Yeah. My favorite story ever. Oh, I'm going to go read that story right after we're done. So good. It's cheesy. I mean, it's super like Victorian, but it's good. That's fine. I think that I think that that is a valid treatment for, I mean, not like actual diseases, but I think that there should be parlors one can go to, mm-hmm. you know, and get um, a massage of that nature. I will tell you what, your mood improves dramatically. Right? Once you have an orgasm. Right. Everything seems a little bit better. Yeah. Now, not not even a little bit better. Every, you know, everything you felt bad about kind of seems a little bit smaller. Colors, <laughs> colors are brighter. Yes. Um, birds sing a little louder. <laughs> Chairs are a little slipperier. What? What? <laughs> I thought that was just me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Orgasms, won't you? Please do. Please do. Several. As many I dream of a time uh in our nation's future where you can just walk into the local hand job store, pay for an hour. Here's the pro- an hour. Here's the pro- <laughs> right. pay for fifteen minutes. <laughs> Here's the problem with that though. Whenever there's some sort of thing like that there's corruption involved with it what do you mean there's only corruption when it's illegal and it's forbidden really yeah really yeah really yeah come on what are you talking give me an example all the massage parlors they bring in people from like china and japan and stuff like that who want to become american citizens Mm mm-hmm Bring them in. They do human trafficking. Yeah, they're they're slaves, basically. Yeah, if you have a play, a legitimate place where it's not illegal to do that, you have people that go and do that voluntarily. Do it you puts, think that that's going to be the case every single place, though? Oh sure. Oh come on. Sure, you put the traffickers out of business. Really? It's just like yeah, it's just like legalizing drugs. You put the traffickers out of business, just like you're going to have find people who want to pick fruit in America, right? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because it costs more, and then people don't want to pay it. How how much do you think this would cost? I don't know, but it's going to cost more than what it costs right now. Hmm, I don't agree. Really? Yeah. People. I think it'll be. I think it'll be cheaper. 
You think it'll be 15 bucks? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting theory. 15 bucks for 15 minutes. Uh, the, the masseuse is making, what, 60 bucks an hour minus... You Do you know, think they're the... just going to crank them out that fast? Oh, sure. So have you, you ever have you, you ever gotten your hair cut? Can you do that many hand jobs? You got two hands. Oh, give me a break. Have you ever <laughs> given that many hand jobs? <laughs> That's none of your damn business. <laughs> you got to think about not only the emotional effect of this, but also the physical. There are physical limitations to how much somebody can do. Do you think oh, yeah. somebody could just give blowjobs all freaking day long? No. 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 <laughs> They can't give hand jobs all freaking day long either. No, I completely understand that. But oh, fifteen bucks a, a time ain't gonna cut it. Mm. That's gonna be less than minimum wage. I'm just spitballing here. Mm-hmm. You see, you don't think about it. You I don't? do think about it. it if you're gonna <laughs> I have think about it so much, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I daydream about it. <laughs> That's all. You know, I just, I, I feel as though there are lots of times when uh, people are taking advantage of. Hang on, you got real quiet on me all of a sudden. I said, I think there's a lot of times when people are taking advantage of, and then that makes the whole thing. Oh, so- yeah, there, no, there, there definitely is. Like, prostitution is legal in some places in Vegas. <laughs> that doesn't mean there's not a $20 crack horse standing out on the corner. Right. Or you know, somebody, but- you know, some teenage girl that somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, but you're given a legal, legitimate option. Mm-hmm. The, that $20 crack whore is going to be out there whether there's legal hand job parlors or not. I just wish something more was done about that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do too. Yeah. I do too. It's it's a horrible problem, and I don't think a lot of people are aware that it even happens nowadays. Yeah, exactly. I, w- I didn't even think about it <laughs> until Merlin Mann told me. <laughs> And there was one in his neighborhood that he that he found out about. And apparently the police know about it and they just don't do anything about the it. The hand job parlor? Yeah. Yeah, there was uh here in town a month or two ago, mm-hmm. there was a, a big I guess a ring that was busted up. And uh what what happened was um a, some some group or some guy owned a bunch of massage parlors that had hand jobs going on in them. Mm-hmm. He got out of the business, sold his client list and his locations to another person, and those people got busted. And you come to find out there's, you know, five or six places around town that are given handies, you know. It it, it was all legitimate. I mean, it, it wasn't white uh white slave trafficking or anything like that, but it was still illegal. Right, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, people really don't understand that that kind of shit goes on. I know, yeah, I know. You always think it's just kind of an exaggeration, but... Right, and the thing the thing with vices is they're always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Whether they're legal or not, they're always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Booze, drugs, and sex are always going to be there. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Can, you can try to make things better by... Uh, legitimizing things, but I mean, there's always going to be the criminal element. You can't avoid that. Uh-huh. You can make it harder to do business uh-huh. by giving them competition. Uh-huh. But on the other side of the fence, some guys are really going to get off on having 
a, a slave Chinese girl give him a hand job, and it's disgusting, but they're always going to be there. Yeah. Because there are some people who are gross. There are. Mm-hmm. There are, and that's uh, one of the problems I have with uh, people that, um, you know, they, they don't have a realistic view of the world. Uh-huh. You know, the, they'll be like, oh, the United States needs to get rid of all its nuclear weapons. Well, guess what happens if we do that? Right. All the other countries with nuclear weapons are going to come after us. Right. Because we're now defenseless. Uh-huh. You know, you, you they have this view. Everybody knows what a perfect world should be like. Uh-huh. And you can't take a step towards that unless you have buy-in from everybody. Because there's still shitheads all over the planet. That will take advantage of it. Can I say something horrible? Yes. It's never going to happen ever. It probably isn't. Yeah, because there are too many shitheads. There are, and what there's there's too many shitheads. There's too many people that just take what they want. Mm -hmm. There's too many mentally ill people uh, out there that are not treated. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're just healthy enough to come off as normal, but there's some fucked up people out there. Mm-hmm. that fly under the radar. So you really just have to, you know, the way I think about it is you have to surround yourself with people that you're comfortable with, that you want to be around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when it comes to the biggest picture, when it comes to politics, when it comes to all that kind of stuff, I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah, you know, really, it doesn't do a lot of good. It doesn't. Um, the The best you can do is to do your best. It sounds kind of cheesy, but, you know, you do your best to make things better around you. Yeah. But until everybody has what they want, that's not going to happen. And unfortunately, our world is not run that way. Our reality does not run that way. Exactly. And, you know, I am, I've got maybe, you know, 30 years more. 30 or 40 years more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the last 20 of those are really going to suck anyway. So uh, I want to, you know, enjoy that. And, yeah, yeah, I want things to be good for everybody too, but there's only so much that a person can do. Mm -hmm. You know, if if you're in a position where you can do more than that, that's great. But most of us, we don't have anything that we can do. Yeah. Anyway. you, You surround yourself with, you know, people that you like. Uh-huh. That treat you right, you know. You 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 know how to defend yourself against the shitheads out there. Uh-huh. You try to spread, you know, spread the idea that it doesn't have to be that way. But I mean, life just doesn't go that way. It doesn't. It doesn't. Anyway, farts. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this weekend, I think it was Friday, um, when uh, I got over there, um, what were we talking about? I can't even remember how it came up, but Jason said that his he's going to write a book one day, and it's going to be called Fart Boner. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and so we kept talking about Fart Boner, and at one point he said, have you heard the good news about Fart Boner? <laughs> That's what, it, it, he should make a pamphlet like The Watchtower. Yes! <laughs> It should be like a little kid giving a giving a lion like a headlock, you know, <laughs> just like in the watch tower books. Have you seen that? No. 
Oh, they, they've got like all these animals and people together because that's the whole thing with the, <sighs> with that is that animals and people will live in you know live in harmony together. Sure. And there's this like little tiny kid with a lion in a headlock. Like, <laughs> oh, I love you, and the lion's all like, "Yeah, I love you too, buddy." <laughs> Except in in fart boner, he'd be uh, cupping his hand and pushing a fart in the lion's face. Yes. <laughs> so good. Have you heard about the good news about Fart Boner? It was <laughs> the best thing I'd ever heard ever. So, <sighs> Fart Boner, won't you? Yes, we will. Wow. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Oh, I think there was a couple more things that came up. Um, so, we talked, did we talk enough about, about lung aids? Uh, yeah. What the hell is yeah, wrong with Johnny Murder? Stop getting like seriously diseases, Johnny. At, at least roll it up to like the twentieth century shit. Something, yeah. I mean, and and that's, that's the something. thing too is that she's like, well, you know, sometimes he he complains about not feeling good, and it's it's no big deal, you know. So we we end up going and getting tests, and it's nothing, and and of course we go and get tests, and this time it's fucking plurzy. right? He's, <laughs> so like, if he keeps going at this rate, he's gonna have polio in like fifteen years. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. So, um, so sorry, Penny. Sorry that you have lung aids. Yeah, I wish you guys felt better. Seriously, I get better soon. Um, oh, and Randall, aka Fancy Quads. Here comes Randall, a berserker. Yes. <laughs> That's what I think of every time you, you say his name. I know, right? I love Randall and Clerks my absolute favorite movie character ever ever i mean seriously ever um yeah pretty much ever um he asks what the most impressive thing we've blown up on the fourth of july is besides a sex doll oh a metal trash can wow tell me about it um this was the most glorious part of my childhood i believe (laughs) When I was a young child, um, I don't remember the year, but um, my dad and his two buddies from across the street um, got a hold of some really illegal fireworks, mm-hmm. and they had this fucking thing. It looked it looked like a combination between a pipe bomb and a road flare. Mm-hmm. Because it had it had a fucking cap on it that you had to like pull off to ignite, and I swear to God the thing was plastic. But um, they took it and threw it, lit it, and threw it into a metal trash can, and um, like uh, inverted it, you know, so it was upside down. Uh-huh. And we hid. We had to run around the side of the house because we didn't want to be anywhere near it when it happened. And this motherfucker blew up. Like the whole, it, it split the side of the trash can. Mm-hmm. So we went out there. We we came from around the house after the explosion. And about uh, four seconds later, five seconds later, the lid came falling back down to earth. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, it was incredible. That is incredible. That makes me happy. Yeah. Um, 
for me, it wasn't actually me. Um, it was my brothers. Um, and this was not the house that you knew mm. um, in Omaha, but the house before that. Um, we, I think my parents had just had a patio put in, or at least the patio had been resurfaced or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So we had those, um, those cement tiles. Oh, yeah. The, but the really thick ones. For yeah, like, like the paving bricks. The paving, that's exactly it, yeah. yeah. So we had some extra one of those after this had been, you know, completed. They were just kind of hanging around. Mm-hmm. So my brothers had some M80s. Yes. And they they wanted to put it somewhere where it wasn't going to hurt anything. Like it wasn't going to, because, you know, if you just blow off an M80 in the, in the lawn. That's it's no actually, fun. Well, it's actually, well, not only that, but it's actually going to blow like the grass up and mm-hmm. stuff. Like the dirt will actually get blown away and, yeah. you know, you're going to leave a, a spot in the lawn. So people will know what we did and we weren't supposed to have them. So they took one of these um, concrete tiles, and it's, I mean, this is thick. This is probably like an inch or two inches thick. Yeah, I think the the standard thickness is uh, like an inch and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're they're a good size. It was was really super thick. So they took one of those, they laid it in like the middle of the yard, and they put an M80 on top of it. I can't remember if it was Rob or Jim, um, but I know we were all there. And um, lit the M80 and ran away. Mm-hmm. First of all, it was a million times louder <laughs> than you would ever expect it to be. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was, I mean, it was ridiculously loud. Like, I thought it was deaf for a minute there. <laughs> it broke this tile. I mean, we were just, they were just using the tile mm-hmm. as something to make sure that the lawn didn't get blown up. Right. We actually cracked it. And broke it into like three separate pieces. <laughs> did you guys? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So of course they did it with like a couple others. Because <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you had to. <laughs> did you guys ever have cherry bombs? Mm-hmm. I never had cherry bombs, and I I regret it. Yeah. And I'm, I have half a mind to drive down to Missouri and get some cherry bombs. My my dad used to always take us to go and buy fireworks like out of state, like mm. just out of state. You oh know, yeah, yeah. Um, we'd also go and buy like the the normal stuff because um, I went to uh, Saint Bernadette Catholic School um, when I was in grade school, and they always had a fireworks stand, but it was like the stuff that was legal in Nebraska. Right. That was like sprinklers and you know stuff like that. So. Right. So we'd go there and we'd buy that stuff, but then we'd go to one of the illegal places in like Iowa and buy, um, you know, buy the stuff that we would actually enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> aka the good shit, the good stuff. Yeah, and usually it would be like some sort of sampler tray, you know, it would be like a, a cardboard box just filled with random crap, and you didn't even know what you got. But it's like, here's this cardboard box of stuff. We guarantee that you're going to have at least two of this type, at least two of that type. But it's like a a grab bag, you know, and costs like 100 bucks or something like that. So mm-hmm. there'd be one or two big fireworks and then there'd be like Roman candles and stuff like that. So it was kind of a big deal when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. 
But now I don't, you know, I don't, I rarely see that as much anymore. We have one pyromaniac in our neighborhood who sets off fireworks with any excuse at all. Dude, this, um, since the 4th of July falls on, on in the middle of the week, there were a ton of people blowing shit up on Saturday. Yeah, I had people last night. I'm like, it's Monday night. What the hell are you doing? Right? It was like, uh, it was, I swear, it was uh, professional grades fireworks yes. um, down the street for me. It was crazy. Yeah. So I was like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Yeah. And we have this, like one guy who always does this, you know? And I just want to find him and... Him. Well, to be fair, it's really not his fault. Once you get started, you have a reputation to uphold. Yeah, that's probably... You do it once, they expect it from you. Mm-hmm. So, he's yeah, he's probably in over his head right now. <laughs> Do you think he, like, rocks back and forth? And like... <laughs> Him and his wife have a serious conversation every July 5th. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much longer I can keep this up. <laughs> what, admit she's going to leave him if he doesn't quit? <laughs> You're spending all our money on fireworks. <laughs> the kids don't have any fingers left. God. Okay, so um, when I was um, when I was a kid, we used to always go to my uncle's a lot. Like maybe during the day on the fourth, I think, because we would always do like fireworks at home. But I think we used to go see him during the day or something. Mm-hmm. Go to his house, and my aunt had a bunch of kids from her first marriage, and they would be there too. And this one girl was my age. I'm trying to remember her name. It was Julie. And we went to a park one time, and she was like, hey, check this out. I've got some fireworks. And I'm like, that's really cool. And so she's like, here, I'll, I'll uh, light some of them off. So she starts lighting them in her hand and throwing them. And mm. I'm like, I thought you were supposed to put them on the ground and light them. Seriously. Pretty I'm ballsy. Like, I'm like a big nerd, and I was like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell my mom. Uh, you know, I was like that kind of kid. Right. Um, and she's all, no, no, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. The fuckers went off. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we're in Lincoln. I, You know, we live in, you and I lived in Omaha, right? Mm-hmm. We drove all the way to Lincoln to see them. So we're in Lincoln. We had, we had walked to this park several blocks from my uncle's house. This firework goes off in her hand. She starts running home. Uh, and I'm sitting here in this park, and I have no idea how I got there or how to get back to my uncle's house. <laughs> Follow the blood trail. <laughs> so I just sat there and cried. Oh, my God. Until somebody came and got me. <laughs> Jerk, just because her hand blew up. <laughs> I remember, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, she ended up being fine. I just oh, yeah. I was going to say, I, I used to get black cats all the time. Oh, yeah? There's Yeah, there's something, and I think this this theme carries on through the rest of my life, but there's something so basic and simple about just a regular little red firecracker. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that was like my favorite, one of my favorite things. My absolute favorite is smoke balls. But uh, I used to get the firecrackers, and uh, 
you know, mom and dad always said, oh, put them down and light them. But no, cool kids lit them and threw them. Uh-huh. And I remember uh, one went off between my fingers one time. Uh-huh. Because, you know, every once in a while you get that wick that's just super fast. Like, it's not even fair. Yeah. So uh, one goes off before I can even get my arm back to throw it. And all it did was push my fingers apart a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, it didn't burn. It didn't hurt. It was... You know, it just happened. Right, yeah. Nothing was injured. So at that point, uh, I'm like, hey, guys, watch this. Mm-hmm. And I just light them in my hand. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> so what happened? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing bad. Even with a whole bunch of them? I didn't light them all off. Oh, okay. I, I take one and hold it between my thumb and forefinger and oh, light it. Oh, okay, gotcha. It just blow them apart. You had like a, you know, because they come in those packs, and if you light one. Yeah. I, that's, I don't know, that's always a disappointment to me, lighting off the whole pack like that. Really? Yeah, you have to savor them. And you have to, to pace yourself and light them off one at a time, or maybe <laughs> twist three together and light those off at once. This was something I was just having a conversation about earlier today. I have no patience and therefore do not enjoy the finer things in life. Oh. Because I would be the type of person to light them all off at once. Yeah, see, I um, I have patience to enjoy the finer things in life <laughs> as soon as I get the finer things in life. I If I'm waiting to get a finer thing in life then I'm the most impatient person in the world. But once I have it, then I'm very patient with it. Mm, well, I don't know if that's exactly the same thing. Yeah. I'm not sure if we're talking about the same type of finer things. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm talking about, like, fireworks. No. If it's... If it's if that's it's, one thing. If it's, uh, if it's July 1st and we haven't gone to get fireworks yet, I'm a fucking raging mess. But as, as soon as I have the fireworks, then I'm like, I have to, I have to uh, conserve them and oh, gotcha. uh, use them sparingly. I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Fireworks, won't you? Please do. Please do. I love it when other people do fireworks because then I don't have to do them, but I get to see them. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm so fucking selfish. That's how I am now. I don't. Uh, I haven't lit off fireworks in years. Uh-huh. But I'll go watch other motherfuckers blow them up. Yeah, I'll watch it out my window. We've got um, a park not far from us mm. that is directly in our line of sight. If you look out um, our back windows, so you know, just leave the blinds open on a holiday, and you got like not just a, you know. Um, a normal fireworks show, but an actual professional fireworks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, we'll have a a few professional ones going on, um, like probably most of this week at different parts because all the little suburbs do their own fireworks shows. Right. Yeah. Um, That's what it's like here too. Yeah. I'm, my town is a tiny, tiny town, but it still does its own fireworks show. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to the, I mean, tiny compared to the rest of the suburbs, but still, yeah. it does it. So, anyway. <sighs> That's, that has been a statement. Yep. 
I'm starting to get tired, and it's only 7.30. What's wrong with me? Well, I think we're used to doing it later. We are. Plus, I have tomorrow off, and you have tomorrow off, and that makes me excited that I have tomorrow off, but at the same time, I want to sleep for 9,000 years. Yeah. Can I tell you, okay, I was so exhausted on Monday morning. I From went. To, I don't know. Here's the thing. I went to bed at 9 o'clock on Sunday night, mm-hmm. like 9. I actually went to sleep, and I woke up the next morning at the normal time, which is like 5... 30 mm-hmm. and um you know got ready and had my breakfast and had tea and had coffee and i'm dragging myself to work i Ugh. am literally like i'm afraid i'm gonna fall asleep in the car type of thing yeah get there i'm yawning all the time and then you know by the time i got home i was awake again i was like what the hell you know mm-hmm. i hate it when that happens you know yeah sleep for and it wasn't even like too much time it wasn't like it was overboard it wasn't like 12 hours or anything mm-hmm. like what what's wrong with me what what did i do yeah i hate when that happens yeah i want to talk to my own body and say what what's your problem huh huh you know what i uh, a couple of weeks ago i thought it would be nice to go to sleep with like some music playing and some headphones mm-hmm and it was really nice, except I woke up feeling like I hadn't got to sleep. Ooh, really? Yeah, so I really felt gypped. I don't think I, I don't think it, it let me get to a deep enough sleep. That's bad news, bears. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I did. Have... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I did read somewhere that um, I think you're. Uh, when you get into a deep sleep, your REM cycles are every 15 minutes. Hmm. So if you, depending on where you wake up in that cycle, um, the the more uh, tired or the more alert you feel. Mm-hmm. So the trick is to like time it so you get, you know, like a full cycle, that last cycle. Oh, Okay. Yeah, maybe that was part of it. I don't know. I yeah. just I just know that I woke up exhausted. And it, it happens sometimes. It's like I woke up as tired as I had fallen asleep. Yeah. Ugh, the worst. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that we should talk about this week. But I am distracted. Uh, we now. missed something last week, and you said you wanted to. Oh, 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 thank you. You and me. Yeah. Me and TJ started a blog, uh, a Tumblr called You and Me. And actually... Hilarious. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's based on... um, Merlin has a podcast called Back to Work with a guy called Dan Benjamin. And I guess for several years they've been sending each other these emails with pictures that... You know, and, and just the subject line of the email is You and Me. And then there's a picture in it. And that's where the whole concept came from. And um, it all started because TJ, like I, I wrote a post about my, um, about my um, therapy where Dr. B had said, um, don't worry if you start crying. It's not like you won't ever stop. I've never seen that happen to anybody before. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I said, you don't know that. <laughs> 
You've only worked with a limited number of people. It might happen. <laughs> and TJ responded to it and said, if that does happen, then I will ford the uh, river of your tears. <laughs> I'll buy a boat and, and, and <laughs> for your tears. So I sent him a, uh, like a classic, like, um, uh, impressionist painting of two women on a boat. <laughs> like a Victorian dress and everything right Right. (laughs) and said you and me and then from that point on we were sending um, pictures back and forth so now we have a blog and now when TJ posts pictures it's the first time I've seen them so instead of like emailing them to me or messaging me with them Mm -hmm. he posts them on the Tumblr and I'm not allowed to look at the queue that's awesome I know it's the best thing that's ever happened although it's not really fair because TJ goes into the queue TJ. Up. So it's not fair, TJ. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Right? So somebody has to go in and set it up, though. I submitted one. Did you guys publish it? Yes. Well, it's in the queue. Okay. We have, like, a gajillion. Can I tell you how many we have right now? You must, because I submitted that, like, a week ago. Yeah, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11 that just came in today. Dang. I know. All these people are just loving this, and I think it's wonderful. It makes that me is very- awesome. Yeah. So, um, and Merlin likes it too, and that makes me happy because it was his thing. So mm-hmm. I was a little like, oh, we're kind of aping, you know, something that Merlin's doing, but, but he likes it. So that's good. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's like we have a submission from Smart Ass Hat, Smart as Shat. Ass, something. <laughs> um, and then we have um, people that I don't know. And then Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. I think, oh, and Roland. Hi, Roland. Hi, Remember? Roland. We met him at Chicago ish. He's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I like um, and then again, people I don't know, but oh, it's exciting. Um, so, yeah, you and me, won't you? Please, Please do. It's fun. I like it. Um, and sometimes I have to kind of guess with TJ's because sometimes it's just like a person and then there's something going on. I saw those. I'm like, uh, what? Am I supposed to be the hat? Am I right. <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, oh, that must be a submission. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's TJ. Hmm. <laughs> if it's a submission, there's actually the thank you. Because uh, TJ's, here's how nerdy TJ is. He's got some sort of macro or some shit. So every time somebody submits something, it automatically does a reader submission. Thanks, so-and-so, and and links to Mm. That's how nerdy he is. I see. Have I mentioned that TJ's a nerd? Yeah. I've seen evidence of it firsthand. He is such a nerd. Remember when he wrote the shell script to download all of our episodes? Yeah. Oh, and also this weekend at the wedding, you'll appreciate this. So you know he was he officiated the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. He had his uh, the the stuff he needed to read, you know the the vows and and all that stuff. Uh, he he had it in a PDF in Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome is that? <laughs> <laughs> that made me happy. Um, should we wrap this bitch up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay, wrap it up. Bye.
And now, let's end this meeting on a high note. Yeah. Yeah.